0: Hey, what's up, guys? It's Andy Munoz of the RSL show, um, the the best RSL podcast with the best uh, intro music ever. Show me another RSL podcast that has better music than us. I doubt you'll find one. Um, hey, the new Believe kit dropped uh, from Real Salt Lake. Arguably, uh, I think I'm just not. I'm not just kissing their ass. I think it's a great kit. Uh, obviously a throwback to the 2009 kit, the uh, championship winning season, uh, the the year that I became a fan. And I have seen a lot of you guys who are trolling and saying that, hey, I'm just going to peel off the Zango branding off of my kit and throw a Life Advantage uh, sponsorship on there. Guys, the kit don't like the kits listen, the kits don't look exactly like they did back then. Okay, it's a nice throwback, it's a nice toss back, it's a nice callback to tradition. It's a it's a it's a nod to that team that has brought a championship to Utah, the only team in a major league to bring a trophy to the state. I think we can you know, we can pay our respects or or maybe go back or or like if you saw the video uh, that I produced uh, with the help of Josh. Josh, thank you. He held the mic, did an excellent job. Uh, but Tyler Gibbons said it. The VP of Marketing for Real Salt Lake, right? You don't want to be caught looking into the snow globe and just like remembering good memories of, you know, years before. You you want to maybe, you know, bring back that kit, but also move forward with new memories and I know a lot of people have been kind of like teasing or hinting at uh, the thought of a rebrand. Listen, guys, like Real Salt Lake is 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 it's unique. You know, there's no other Reals in Major League Soccer. I would even say we've got a pretty unique uh, color scheme, right? Claret and Cobalt, uh, red and blue. But you know, Trey was trying to be fancy. Um, if you guys don't know Trey Fitzgerald, the the dude who does the other podcast and also works at Real Salt Lake, and I don't know, had like a hand in helping establish the club all those years ago Uh, he actually chose the colors claret and cobalt he actually uh chose uh the 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 naming or like the branding of the colors right and i i don't want to say it was a solo thing i'm sure he was working with the whole team so we can't give him complete credit uh but that's what i've heard all right so a lot of movement um obviously you know had the kit reveal uh things are running into motion with preseason. Uh you know they're they're doing Talk in Sports on Channel 2 again with David James and Brian Dunseth. Uh all of those stuffs are like, you know, all that stuff is ramping up, right? And we're close to a season. Um there's been some preseason matches. Uh I do want to say and I just want to I just want to shout out Ray Salt Lake. Uh Trey once again gave me a call. Uh spoke to my boss at KSL said, "Hey, we would like Andy to come down." Uh, shoot some footage, get some interviews, English, Spanish, all of that. Uh, So they paved the way. Uh, I hopped on an airplane with my camera equipment, recording equipment, um, you know, my best pairs of shoes because all of those guys are out there, you know, they're obsessed with shoes. And I got to spend a few days in Tucson, Uh, got to interact with some, you know, some players like, you know, Demir, uh, Rubio Rubin. Actually, we had a conversation about the housing market, and a little bit about uh, San Diego Loyal. Um, just very, very cool, very, very nice people. And I loved it so much because, you know, as cool as athletes are, everybody, I'm just going to say this like, most people out there like having cameras pointed at them uh, video wise. I mean, if you're doing something that you should be doing, right? If you're, okay, whatever. Not going to get into that. But, Tucson was a was a very fun experience, very cool experience. I got to interview Pablo Mastroini, uh, Sergio Cordova, which, man, that, that guy just sticks out like a sore thumb, like, you know, not in a negative way, obviously. Like, this guy is just massive. He's just a big dude. He's quick. Um, we haven't been able to see too much of him in the preseason only because, uh, you know, he did uh, injure his knee to an extent. Uh, which Pablo has mentioned, so I'm not breaking anything crazy here. Uh, but he he seems to have recovered from that, and then it sounded like from uh, you know what I heard yesterday on Talking Sports. Uh, yes, I watch it, Brian Dunseth, I watch it. Um, you know, he also I want to say he tested positive for COVID and had to sit out uh, eight days. But you know, Denny had really really good things to say about him, and uh, he's definitely a force to be reckoned with. Uh, those are dunny's words uh, not mine but being out in preseason uh, practice just overall you know from what I had seen uh, the team is just in in really good spirits and the staff is incredible uh, got to spend some time with Elliot Fall uh, Kurt Schmidt um, Trey Fitzgerald of course I mean they those guys they really really I mean they really really care about the club they they I mean hundred percent, uh, never a negative word was said about anything that they're doing ownership, nothing. I mean, these, these guys are really working hard. And, and the key emphasis that I kind of noticed, um, in my conversations with them was, you know, the fan engagement, uh, what do fans want and how can they deliver on that fan experience? And it was just, a it was just an incredible time. Uh, just had a really, really good time met. Laura, the photographer, met Emma. You know, social media. Um, I mean, who else? Uh, the goalkeeper coaches. I mean, I, I mean, there's just the list goes on and on and on. Uh, super, super cool experience. I'm really excited, guys. Uh, it was just, uh, it, it was awesome, and just to kind of see all those pieces come together, and you know, formulate, and you kind of see like the the wheels moving and spinning towards a new season. You know, the attitudes are positive, like everyone's just happy to be training again. Uh, granted, it's a short season, but it's, to me, uh, I mean, the the vibes are incredible. And hopefully that'll translate uh, onto some play on the pitch. Now, uh, all the stuff that I'm seeing, you know, preseason, uh, preseason feedback from fans, you know, people pissed off online and saying, oh, you know, like, the world's already, you know, the, the sky's falling down and, you know, whatever, the season, we're not looking too good, blah, blah, blah. Guys, like, usually the season, the preseason games, excuse me, usually it's about, you know, two 60-minute halves and then they're rotating squads. And, you know, your key primary players will only play uh, either a half or a few minutes and then they get subbed out. And then they're throwing a veteran in with, you know, kids who are like 16, 18 years old. So it's really hard to get, uh, you know, you can get an idea of maybe some breakout players or, you know, who's performing well or who's performing at the expected level. Uh, a good sample of that was uh, when we went out to the Zebra and, uh, you know, we Salt Lake played UVU, uh, you know, people who you ex- who would expect or who you would expect to get goals were getting goals, right? Like Bobby Wood, Justin Miram had a ton of services, assists. Uh, I'm trying to think who else got a goal. Whatever. Doesn't matter. It's hard to really kind of gauge and see and and really have an idea of of what that game one is going to look like. You know, the first season of the game. Um, And a lot of these guys, I mean, to be fair, right? Like Sergio Cordova literally just arrived. Um, It's hard to really kind of get an idea. But we can all agree that the club has made some great moves. Um, transfer windows. I mean, this is the first time that I've seen social media react in such a positive way uh, to to what Real Salt Lake is doing. So, all right, we, we've covered that. So, kits uh, preseason. Oh, before we uh, get off the topic of preseason, uh, Kyle Beckerman was there. Uh, a lot of players had really good positive things to say about him. Um, you know, class act, great character, uh, happy to see him coaching. They know that he's going to go far with UVU. Um, he was asked if he, you know, would see himself in any capacity coming back to Real Salt Lake to coach, and his answer was as like <laughs> stonewalled as you could imagine. That Kyle Beckerman said he said, um, you know, he said right now he didn't even answer that part. He just said, "Hey, my focus is UVU and uh, UVU only," and that was pretty much it. Now, before I jump to a different subject, I know I'm just going to be jumping all over the place. I actually want to talk about the kit a little bit more. Um I want to uh I want to applaud real Salt Lake RSL uh for you know it it, it it sounds like they've been doing it for a very long time now. Um is kind of what I read online. However, uh whether we see it or not or maybe it's something that I haven't seen. Uh you know they're they're going to start putting more emphasis on the Latino Hispanic players and what I mean by that is uh interviewing and subtitling, right? So It seems like that stuff is in motion, in play. And uh, what I experienced when I was down in Tucson talking to, you know, players like Pablo Ruiz, um, Sergio Cordova, is that these guys are so interesting. Um, You know, in the years that I've seen Pablo Ruiz play, I never once stopped to think about his personality, Uh, you know, like what he's like. Right, and so when when I say that, think about you know Demir Krylov. Everybody knows his character. Uh, think about you know former Captain Albert Rusnak. Everybody knew what that guy was like. Um, you know, it's 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 so much easier to kind of pull a uh, like an assessment of somebody's personality just by the way that they interview, I guess. And um, I just I personally just feel. And, you know, I'm, I'm sorry if this is something that has been happening and, you know, maybe I, maybe me personally, Andy Munoz, like I haven't been paying attention. Um, We just haven't seen much of, and uh, you know, that's, that's one main goal that I had, excuse me, when I went to Tucson was to get Spanish interviews and translate those and get to, you know, get to know those guys a little more. And then obviously I got to, I got to do that more at the training center Um, it's just really cool. And, uh, you know, Real Salt Lake understands the importance of that. And I know that they're making big steps into, uh, not only introducing, but reintroducing players who have been on the team for so long, uh, that we may not know, right? Like we think of Marcelo Silva, like the first thing that comes up is, oh, great red card. Uh, but the dude is like, he's so cool. He's such a nice guy. Uh, you know speaking with him and uh, it's cool to see those guys light up when they know that there's someone in their vicinity who uh, you know can interview them in Spanish right and and, uh, and and you know they're not necessarily having to use a translator or worse just getting skipped right like if there's no one present that can ask uh, Spanish interviews or if there's no translator present, it's like, okay, well, we, we I guess we're not hearing from Marcelo Silva today. And that was actually one of my f- most favorite interviews that I've done, even though it was brief, it was just seeing Marcelo's personality shine through. So that's pretty cool. Um, I, I actually noticed that there's a new intern who is translating the uh, interviews, like the media interviews, Spanish to English, English to Spanish. Uh, so keep going like RSL, uh, the new ownership, whatever you guys got going on, man, you guys are kicking ass again. I'm not kissing your butt, but you got to give credit where credit is due. And again, Trey's name keeps coming up, but that guy, because I work in the media and, and guys, you guys don't understand. Let me just break this down for you. There are a lot of teams that I help cover in the Utah Valley. Think of the biggest teams. Obviously, um, I'm not going to say them, but we all know who they are. There's numerous football teams, numerous uh, college-level basketball teams. There's, you know, the Utah Jazz, right? This isn't a dig at any of those teams. But you guys have to understand that as Real Salt Lake fans, having somebody like Trey who knows that the media is key to to growing Real salt lake who knows that the relationship with the media must be a positive one that gives you guys access to cool content now if we're willing on the media side to do it right like there's some networks that give Real salt lake a lot of love and then there's some that just don't even like unless Real salt lake does something incredible uh you know they get on their news ksl sports we do a great job I hate to fluff our own feathers, but between, I'm going to say it, between myself and Tom Hackett, we do some cool stuff. We do some cool stuff. Uh, If you don't know what I've been, you know, what I'm talking about or whatever, and and guys, I'm not trying to come across as like this, you know, this whatever. Like, we work hard. And um, if you guys must know what I'm talking about, go to the RSL show pages, go to KSL Sports. Look at the videos that we've been producing. Look at the content. Like we've been, we've just been hammering this stuff out. And um, I'm just gonna say it. We're we're working hard. And Trey knows to leverage that relationship with the media, uh, not just KSL Sports, but obviously like you know Channel Two and whoever else wants in. Um, oh, Channel Four, right? I saw I saw Tyler Gibbons with the kit on Channel Four. All of those things is because there's somebody inside the club that understands that, Hey, this stuff is important. Fan engagement is important. Um, appealing to different fan bases is important. And if you're a listener of the RSL show and you've been listening to us for 40, like for years, not four years, but F O R years, almost a freaking decade. It's crazy. This is what we've been wanting. This is what we've been hammering down. And, You know, it felt like maybe the club was held hostage with previous ownership. There just wasn't being anything done. And in this last, you know, six, eight months, whatever it is, we got to be happy. Like we have to be happy. And I know Josh isn't on this podcast right now. He might be a contrarian, but me, myself right now as an RSL fan, I am happy. Like the, the, the content coming out. The kits, the player signings, the rumors—like, guys, we're we're doing some special stuff here. And uh, you know, as somebody who covers this stuff, and uh, you know, you guys too—like, you, you guys are all fans just as much as we are. You guys have seen it. You guys, you guys remember that saying? On to the next one, and then the you know season stopped. No signings, and then boom—it was like the same squad. Um playing again. And it was just, you know, it was just like, uh, that whole notion of trying the same thing and going insane or whatever it is. I I don't know. Wow. What a rant. Uh, something I said I wouldn't do, right? I'm totally going to name this episode, uh, Andy's rant. No one's here to check me, right? Like we don't have Josh. We don't have Mitch. Don't have Jake. RIP that guy, by the way, uh, helped him move into his new house. Um, Jake and Allie, they're just, they're, they're amazing right now. Like They've got an awesome house. Uh, so happy for them. They're focusing on their family. They're focusing on the relationship. Like, go Jake. Go Allie. I'm sad he left, but whatever. We're, we're going to keep doing this thing. All right, so back to the kits. Um, The design, the aesthetic design. Yes, does it look like an old Zingo kit that maybe has been out or released before? Yes, but that's the point. <laughs> we're, we're paying an homage to it. Um, so you can't be too upset guys. I think it's great. It's, 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 you know, how, how many times have we been very let down? You know, people didn't like the glitch kit. Uh, people, you know, didn't even bother with the, like the topography kit. You guys just called it the thumbprint, right? Uh, which like, think about it. If, If you're designing that and then it comes out and people are like, Oh, it looks like a thumbprint. It sucks. Like, that sucks, but I'm not saying I'm not, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm impartial here. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm not going to criticize, but what I'm saying is that if you have a design that was once adored, that a lot of people loved, let's get real here, guys. 09, 12 freaking years ago. Like it's time if, if they're going to roll out a kit that's nostalgic. Yeah, it's okay. Like you're at that decade marker right so um listen if you like the kit cool go grab one if you don't like the kit skip out on it just keep wearing your old kits whatever we all support rail salt lake the same at the end of the day right we're, we're like a big family we all bicker we all bitch about things but at the end of the day we support rail salt lake however you want to support rail salt lake we've always been uh, big proponents of this right However you choose and however you want to support Real Salt Lake, go ahead. You want to buy a kit? Cool. Buy a kit. You don't want to buy anything from the team store? Then don't. Just show up to games. Whew. All right. I better get off of this thing. As always, thanks for listening to the RSL Show. Um, guys, we're, uh, we're trying our best here with uh, you know time constraints, the season starting. Also, we're going to be kind of logging a trip uh, to go watch Jack Blake. Uh, home opener for the San Diego Loyal, um, weekend of March 11th through the 14th. So Josh and myself and a few other friends, we're going to go down there, but um, San Diego Loyal was kind enough to give me a media credential, going to go shoot some stuff. Uh, there's going to be more content. Of course, we're going to talk RSL. We're going to podcast while we're down there, um, maybe even get some comments from uh, Jack Blake, uh, former captain of the Real Monarchs, for those guys that don't know. Also, um, thanks to, th- thank you guys for all of the reviews on the RSL show, whether they're positive or negative or you know saying things like hey you guys are awesome, keep it up or hey, you guys need a, you know, a permanent third or <clears throat> we miss Jake and Andy sucks and he shouldn't talk so much. We all love the feedback. And trust me, we're trying to get better every single day. If you're still listening, we really 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 appreciate it. Um, we love this club just as much as you guys do. Uh, we share the same frustration. We share, uh, the same passion and, uh, we're going to do right by you guys. We're always going to try to be the most creative, uh, be the most informative, um, talk the most shit, right? So anyways, if you're still around and you're still loving the product, uh, we love you guys for it. I've noticed some new faces hop onto the scene. Um, a lot of fresh faces, which is refreshing. And I guess by fresh faces, like, you know, I'm 33 years old. Uh, I think Josh is probably the same age as I am. Uh, Mitch is like 34, something like that. There's, a, you know, guys, be excited. There's like this new era of young kids um, who are, you know, right there at the media pressers with me. They're doing interviews. And, you know, my competitive nature has always been like, okay, we got to like smoke these guys out. We got to blow them out. Right. But it gets me excited. There's 18, 19, 20 year olds, like young kids who are devoting their time, who want to be journalists, who want to create podcasts, who want to put more content out there. And it's just like, this sounds so cheesy, but it, it warms my damn heart. Like it just does it. I love these kids like go out there. Yeah, go out there and get content. Go out there and beat the RSL show to news like uh, it's it's just so good for the club. It's going to be crazy, guys. 20 years from now, we're going to be like, oh, remember when there was blah, 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 and we didn't have 20 years from now. We're not even going to recognize the cool stuff that's coming out. There's going to be so many outlets. There's going to be so many ways to consume uh, Real Salt Lake—it's so exciting, uh, but hey, while we're doing the RSL show, we promise you to still be competitive, right? Like that's why we're doing all these cool things. Uh, but it's—it's it's really cool to see, uh, you know, the young, the younger generation kind of stepping up and <clears throat> buying microphones, buying cameras, whatever. Uh, that's how we all started, right? And it's—it's it's all because we were passionate about uh, Real Salt Lake. So. Again, guys, we'll leave you with David Dryden, the senior graphic designer of Real Salt Lake. The most, I think, and again, I'm not saying this, this guy is a true talent. Many teams have tried to shop this guy out of Real Salt Lake. Uh, he's not just in charge of, you know, designing a kit. He's, you know, he's doing all the graphics. He's seeing all the, the, the hand art, right, of like the players, uh, which if you haven't noticed clubs like la galaxy are stealing like straight up just stealing the style like there's just no excuse for it um so we're gonna cut over to david dryden again guys check us out at rsl show instagram twitter all that stuff follow us uh if you guys see us out and about at a match say what's up to us please let us know if we're doing a great job or a shit job all right guys thank you
1: Yeah, let's do this. All right. First off, uh, just go ahead and introduce yourself, just to the fans that maybe aren't familiar with the yeah. Hello, RSL Nation. Uh, my name is David Dryden. I am the art director and senior graphic designer for Real Salt Lake. And I've been with the club for, I'm going on my sixth season now. Oh, wow. um, So, been here for a few... Uh, you could say a few years now. Yeah, six is a few. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, any of the branding, any sort of, like, branded social graphics, the billboards, um, the fun artistic stuff that you see on social and out there, like, that's usually me who's doing it, working with everybody everybody else. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, my job is I get to draw stuff and make things look pretty. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for joining us and having us out here. No, thank uh, you. We're at the Supporter Kit photo shoot. Want to just talk to us through the design process of this one and and what you guys were thinking about when you made it? Yeah, sure. Um, So, I've been involved with three of the kits. My first big involvement was the... um, I know the fans like to call it the fingerprint kit, which is the big squiggly one. Uh, I know it more as the soccer elevated kit. So that was the first one I got to be involved uh, designing. And um, when it first came out, I was excited when it came out but then i got to see all the feedback from the fans and i got to see like okay clearly like i might have missed a mark here so i listened to all that feedback um the biggest thing was we just want something super classic and super clean so i took all that and went with adidas with this and decided let's let's bring back a classic kit um so we are approaching the 10-year anniversary for believe the believe chant and uh we figured we'll make a We'll, we'll mock it after that essentially and so when you see the kit um it is a classic rsl kit with red we got blue panels on the side um the big and then the biggest detail that i hope everyone's going to enjoy will be the racing stripes that'll be on the col- collar and on the cuffs of the kit um those are great by the way you know, i do love those awesome but yeah um we just wanted to go with a really classic and clean look and uh make it look good and it just happens to fit so well with uh the new era with everything new that's happening here it's like we're going through a rebirth and what better way to do it than to unveil like a, a kit from a, a golden age of rsl with a with a new spin right yeah, yeah exactly so am, a modern spin right we I can't understand. we can't just copy and paste sure. from years before but we take elements from back in the past and we readapt it to make it look great for the present very cool uh, one last question. Where where would you rank it in the the home kits for us Oh man, are you are you asking like from like my current knowledge of like yeah just, uh, the kits that yeah, I've seen or just or just of uh, like from the ones that I've been involved with from my time here from 05 on. Ooh, oh man. I mean, I I personally really love the home kit from last year. Okay, like like that just because that is special to my heart. I got a huge part to play in, like, designing it and coming up with a theme with it. Um, And so I really enjoyed that one. I really do like this new one that was coming out. Like, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, wow. Like, this makes me think of, like, a kit I saw when I first saw RSL when I was back in junior high or high school. Mm -hmm. Um, So if anything, like, this one just looks awesome because it goes back to, like, those days of a great just classic memories, kit right? yeah, yeah exactly yeah. um but yeah i'm sorry i nation but the the fingerprint kit is definitely right. my favorite one fair, fair but enough. you know the 09 kit is definitely a special one too because obviously we won the cup and it is an iconic kit with the blue shoulder panels and stuff like that and it's just and it's a beautiful kit